Welcome to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast with me, your host, Paula Maidens. I'm a mum of two, a hiring and leadership coach, speaker, ex-corporate recruiter and serial entrepreneur who is obsessed with teaching capable business owners just like you how to become graceful and powerful leaders surrounded by a team who perform like rock stars. On this podcast, we'll be talking about all things people, business and leadership because Big dreams need great teams. You simply cannot do it on your own. I'm excited to have you here. Let's dive in. A common thread in lots of conversations that I've been having over the last few weeks has been around building business sustainability into your team. So I've discussed this with a number of private clients and it came up as a discussion in a seven-figure mastermind where I was recently a guest expert. And so I thought it was really relevant to jump in here and have a talk to you about this concept to plant the seed because it applies wherever you are in business, whether you've just hired somebody recently, whether you've just got one person on your team, right through to if you have an army of people working in your business. Regardless of the size of your team, you need to be thinking now about whether your business can continue regardless of the movement of any one person on your team. So let's dive into exploring this concept of your business continuing, your business being sustainable and how that works, what you need to look for and how you can implement what frameworks you need within your team to ensure you've got sustainability regardless of the movement of any one individual. Okay, so let's step back a little bit and let's explore. So it's really normal that when you hire somebody and you first start to delegate to say one person or maybe a couple of people, when you start to hand things over, to have a really strong sense of reliance on that person. So if that's where you're feeling at the moment, it's totally normal. I've been there. We've all been there. Absolutely. And know that the sooner you can move away from feeling really reliant on that person coming into work every day, the better it's going to be for your business, for you as an individual, and for your sense of calm and, you know, reducing some of the worries that you may feel in your business. I have had so many conversations over the years where the business owner is too attached to one person performing a role. And this can lead to fear and worrying that that person may leave and worrying about if that person was to leave, what would I do then? It can lead to people-pleasing, feeling like you need to bend your preferences or sacrifice the way you'd like to be working with that person or the way you want that person working to keep them in your business. And it can also lead to accepting poor or subpar performance because the thought of that person leaving can feel scarier than them not performing the way you would like them to perform in that role. I'm guessing that everybody listening has experienced at least one of those feelings or one of those fears. And either you might be feeling it now or you may have felt it at some stage in the past. And so if you have, first of all, as always, I want you to know that you're not alone. It's totally normal. And I want you to know that you don't need to stay here. You can and should fix and take steps to move out of that attachment right now. So how do you do this? Now, sustainability 
your business sustainability from the angle of your team is about making sure that your business can continue regardless of the circumstances of any one individual. Because let's face it, it's not if someone leaves your business, it's when. And you want to be thinking about that now with a clear head in a proactive and spacious way rather than then when you're presented with a situation which will never be at an ideal time and it will cause panic and it will cause you to look for reactive ways to deal with the situation. And we all know that when we're in that reactive sort of way of thinking, we're not necessarily thinking strategically. It's something that we need to think about now, even though we're not wishing or hoping it will happen to us. So one of the things that I did in the early part of my career was spend time in business lending. So I was a risk analyst. So I used to do risk analysis on businesses on behalf of the big four bank that I was working in. And my job was to look for risks and then look for ways that businesses were mitigating those risks so that the big bosses, you know, with all the authority could decide whether they were willing to lend businesses money or keep lending them money. So it was a we did this risk analysis at the time of lending money and also every 12 months from there. And the loans that were on the table here ranged from a couple hundred thousand to a couple of million to tens of millions and sometimes hundreds of millions. So I used to sit there and my role was to look for all the things that could go wrong with a company. And we would absolutely start with the financials and see what the financials were telling us, of course, how they were performing, how they're performing against forecasts, how they're performing against past performance. But then we would look at the operations of the business as well. We'd look at the business structure. And in particular, we'd look at the management team. And one of the risks that we would analyze was what we called key man risk. So how reliant is the business on any one person? And if we found a heavy reliance on a person like the CEO, maybe it was the founder, you know, maybe it was the key salesperson, whatever it was, then we would look for what the business had in place or what they were doing to mitigate that risk if something changed in relation to that person. Now, they were definitely big businesses, but this same concept applies to every single business and it absolutely applies to your business. If you are overly reliant on one single person on your team, it presents a risk to you and to your business. And the way to mitigate that risk is to think now about what you would do if that person left and ask yourself, what would the impact be? What information would walk out the door with that person? What wouldn't you know how to do? What would no one else in the business know how to do? And what clients might be at risk, et cetera, et cetera. And in most instances, the starting point for addressing the risk that's sitting there is to create processes that outline what the person does, what they know, so that somebody else in your business can step in and do that role. Now, whether it's you, whether it's someone else on your team, or whether it's somebody new that you'd hire. Because here's the thing, a sustainable business is a business that is held up by systems and processes, where the people work within the systems and the processes of the business, not the people being the system or the process that keeps the business running. I'm going to say that again. A sustainable business is a business where the people work within systems and processes, 
not the people being the system or the process that's keeping the business running. So I really encourage you to have a think and have a look around your business and your team and ask yourself, where might we find ourselves stuck if someone was to leave? What knowledge would walk out the door with any one person? What systems are currently in place and where are their gaps? Because that's the conversation that I've been having with quite a few of my clients and it's the thing that keeps people up at night. It's the worry, it's the fear, it's the unknown that creates, you know, almost this holding on too tight to someone in your business because I get it. Like if somebody was to leave and walk out the door, the last thing you want to do is find yourself feeling like your business is going backwards by no longer being able to offer a product, by not knowing how to deliver a service, by not knowing what to do after you know various steps happen in the business. You always want your business to be able to be maintained and ideally continue to grow regardless of the movement of any one person within your business. Now, there are two things that normally come up when I'm having these conversations. And the first thing is, how do you bring up this conversation and get systems being created without talking about or planting a seed in someone's mind about them potentially leaving your business? And the answer, my response is that you need to make a cultural shift so that systems and processes within your business are normal. They become part of the culture. They become part of the way we do things here. And in fact, it's part of everyone's role to make sure that there's a system or a process created and you can start that conversation. You can take the first step towards that becoming your business norm by just talking about the concept of people being able to go on holidays and actually switch off or somebody being able to be sick and actually take a sick day. Or, you know, the old analogy, in case somebody gets hit by a bus, we want to know what we need to do, when we need to do it, and how we're going to do it. Because the reality is that the majority of the workforce these days want to have flexible working. And flexible working means being able to stay home with their kids when they're sick, being able to, you know, go to a kid's assembly, to just be sick, to take a holiday, to not always be online, to not always feel pulled and tied and attached to having to deliver a job. So part of being able to deliver flexibility and have flexibility within your business means having systems and processes that exist so we're not holding on too tight to anybody so they can be sick, so they can look after their little person if their little person is sick, et cetera, et cetera. It gets to be really freeing and empowering to everyone on your team when these things are in place. So you get to bring up the concept. If having systems and processes is brand new to you in your business, you get to plant the seed and start to talk about it as this is the way we want to move to in the business so that everybody gets this sense of flexibility and freedom so we can all feel confident, we could all step in and people can step away if they need to. And then once you started to have that conversation, you've planted that seed, then it becomes a normal part of business. And the next sort of step from there is it becomes part of everybody's job to be making sure systems are updated or creating new ones as they start doing new things in their job. So the second thing that comes up that I want to talk about here is the balance between really valuing your team and appreciating them and, of course, hoping that nobody does leave, whilst also being a savvy business owner who's taking 
you know, real action steps towards protecting your business in case circumstances or surprise circumstances come up in the future. So balance. It's always about balance, isn't it? Everything is a balance. Balancing, you know, being aware of the risk and being aware of the impact of somebody leaving and taking lots of steps to put things in place to establish the systems you need while valuing, rewarding, appreciating and loving on your team and hoping they won't leave and that they do have a beautiful long-term career and future with you and also not letting yourself get caught up in the worry of, goodness, if somebody leaves, we've got this big gap that now I've realized and I'm going to stress about it. So absolutely, there's a balance that comes into play here, which you also need to keep in check, I guess. Because if you don't think about it, if you don't think about this, if you stick your head in the sand and convince yourself that they'll never leave or they've been here for ages or they're happy, they love me too much or they love us so much or they've worked here for so long or they're always telling me how much they love the job, you know, whatever the reason that might come up to justify why you don't need to worry about this with a certain person in your business, all those reasons may well be true in this moment. But if you believe that they may never change and you aren't taking steps to protect your business in the meantime, then you're setting yourself and your team up for a very big possible surprise in the future and a very potentially big stressful situation that you could avoid by simply normalizing, creating systems and processes and capturing information just as a normal part of the operations of your business. So I really encourage you all to do a scan, do a scan around your business and ask yourself, where do I feel uncomfortable when I think about the potential of each individual person performing each individual role? Where do I feel uncomfortable if I thought about that person leaving? What information would we lose? What clients would be at risk? What system do we need? What's missing? What would we wish that we knew then that we don't know now? And make it a project to start closing whatever gaps you identify now so that if somebody was to leave at some stage in the future, there's less stress, less pressure, and you're a little bit more prepared and your whole business will lift from the organized and systemized way that you'll find yourself working. And of course, if the steps to closing that gap don't feel obvious or easy or clear to you, then I invite you to reach out to me. That's absolutely what I'm here for. There is always a way to create a system and release the sense of attachment that you may feel to one person or maybe many people on your team, whether it's a fear of hiring or a fear of finding somebody as good as them. That is definitely a red flag that we need to start to capture some information, capture some training, capture some thoughts from the existing person and to have a think about, well, what would we need to do to hire to successfully find that next person and how long might it take and how do we support the business to continue and sustain during that time? Maybe your fear sits around asking people for the systems or the process, asking them to create it. Maybe you've asked them in the past and it's never happened. You know, how do you deal with that? 
Or maybe you've got a fear of just rocking the boat and you don't want to upset the team and everything seems like it's working well. You know, and even though you're nervous, if one person or many people were to to leave, that would be really impactful to you, but you don't want to rock the boat. So you don't know how to bring the conversation up. So if you feel any of these things, then you know, I do encourage you to reach out to me because I promise you I've worked through it all before with clients and most likely I've experienced it in my own businesses, in my own leadership journey. So you're very welcome to drop into my DMs over on Instagram. My handle is Paula Maidens Consulting or jump through via my website and book in a free Dream Team Discovery Call. We can lay it all out on the table. We can talk about all the things that you're worried about and, you know, what the path forward is. Okay, so that's it for today. I've absolutely loved recording this episode because I'm so passionate about supporting entrepreneurs and business owners to build beautiful, sustainable businesses, making sure that you don't burn out, you don't go backwards, and you don't feel like you have to accept average performance from anybody or, you know, bend to your preferences because you feel, you know, too attached to somebody or worried about somebody leaving. So I've absolutely loved recording this episode for you today. And I really hope this has given you a few little nuggets of wisdom for your business journey, some little things that you can take action on straight away to start to feel more sustainable, more in control, and ultimately be able to relax a little bit more. Okay, so that's it for today. Until next week, I hope you all have fun.